Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Warning. Carl never gets altitude sickness because his nostrils inhale just as much oxygen as a cow. B&B, B&B, this is Derek. With me today is the only man who can take a punch, but only from a baby, Carl Mandrioli. What's up, buddy? <laughs> Are you ready for today? I love how you referenced the last episode. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got one from the last episode as well. With me today is Derek Somerville, a man with his own strange but true story. He recently traveled back in time to the summer of 2019 to give himself the sleeping pad he forgot at home so that he would not falsely blame driver Bill. Oh, if only that were true. You know, I actually went and got the exact same sleeping pad. So uh, I love that pad. So I went and bought another one. Mm. But now I know you're going to say, well, I bet it's the same one that you forgot. Right. Right. You know what I think? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't that, wouldn't that be an obvious response to that? Is like, I have, I just happen to get the same exact Because it's the one. best one. First of all, uh, I think that Bill might have taken it out of the back of the trailer <laughs> when we stopped <laughs> off at this gas station, you guys. I think he snaked it because he loved it that much. Right. That's my opinion. We're going to get Bill on to this, this podcast and we'll, maybe we'll ask him about that. But eventually, I think that don't they change models of sleeping pads, like whether it's colors or styles or upgrade the technology? Like, how did you get the same exact one? How old was that thing? Less than a year old. All right. Okay. Well, I have some, <laughs> I right. have some strange okay. but true about sleeping pads today. So we can kind of relate it to that. Are you? Uh, today, though, Carl, is uh, brought to us by summitstrength.com. Have you guys wanted to go trek the world if you ever wanted to get in shape for those treks go check out some of the testimonials and the experiences on summitstrength.com.au get more plugged in get yourself into shape carl uh strange but true today strange strange but true but true yeah this kind of covers you can really cover everything i I kind of went more i guess gear related on some things Eh, sort of gear related just kind of some fun facts and things that maybe I think about, at least for mine, that maybe not everybody thinks about. So I've got a strange but true Bible verse for you. Do tell. Proverbs 26, 11. As a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his folly. Ecclesiastes. Uh, Proverbs, like I just said. <laughs> Isn't that Proverbs? Yeah, I do. I, I like Proverbs. What? I, I hit Proverbs a lot. I thought there were, there was something in... Cle- yeah, no, well, the, the word else. folly is in... Ecclesiastes, that's probably what you're thinking. But 
that's yeah. Are you those, yeah. more likely to return that's... to your folly or your vomit? Mm, folly for sure. I have not been known to return okay. to the vomit. Although, yeah. have you seen a dog return to its vomit before? I have. Well, I've seen a dog return to somebody else's vomit. Yes. Um, <laughs> and poop. Okay. Um, but I will say, does it count? Like, if you puke in a toilet and you step back and then you're like, "Oh my gosh, I got to puke again." Is that returning to your vomit mm. in the toilet? Does that count? If it was a dog, it would count. Are we talking about eating it? I uh, I don't know. I think that it's. I think what it's really getting at is just you know our sinful nature, like making the same mistake over and over again. Like we're fools as we continue to struggle with the same thing. It's kind of I don't know. It's not sin, but like. Mm. I guess an analogy would be like you continue to show up to backpacking trips out of shape. Like, you know, you're not learning. True. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so. Insanity. It's insanity. Strange for true Bible verse. That's how that relates to our episode. So, um, so this could really go any which way, but we each came up with three strange but true things related to backpacking and the trail. Yeah. I think we should pose these as questions. What do you think? Uh, yeah, let's do that. We can discuss. I think that'd be fun. Okay. All right. Um, do you want to go first? My first little doodad that's a little awkward is um, we're going to talk about mosquitoes. Uh, yes. Mosquitoes, mosquitoes are attracted to humans and animals. Winter, winter mosquitoes? All mosquitoes, Carl. Okay. Especially winter mosquitoes. Gotcha. Um, but did you know that they prefer type O blood? <laughs> the uh, uh, allegedly does it so does it tell me something about myself like do i have typo blood because i don't get bit that much um i know people that get swarmed as you do too right um what do you let's talk about the deet factor though like there's deet in these mosquito repellents right and, you know in your experience what do you feel like that does to the mosquito carl okay so i think so your strange but true is something related to mosquitoes and DEET, it sounds like. Is that correct? Well, just in what they're attracted to. Like, are they attracted to, like, what if I have type A blood, and that's why I only get bit five times a trip, whereas right. you have whatever. What percentage you know what I mean? of people know what blood type they are? Uh, I don't. I don't even know what I have. Do you, do you? Yeah, I think it's small. Do you know what you have? I do, and I forget. I keep on looking at it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I should know this, and then I keep on forgetting. Uh, I know. I'm going to say I know my wa- Get out of here. You're not AB. Is I know my wife is O negative. Okay. My wife's O negative only because she needed blood one time. Okay. So, but like you can't really, did they tell you? I guess you'd have to go get it specifically tested and then specifically find out. Cause like when you go get your blood drawn for a, you know, doctor's appointment, they don't usually tell right. you that. Well, people don't like getting their blood drawn though. So wouldn't like a solution be to capture a mosquito who's partaking your blood and then just bring the mosquito? that's way more effort than is needed okay Uh, so i but getting back to your question okay so you want to know what i think what what deet does to kind of prevent mosquitoes from what do you like what does deet do to the mosquito let's talk about that like i I know that deet can like melt plastic that's a that's you know a whole separate thing and i know that if you use a lot of mosquito repellent you're probably ingesting a fair bit of deet while you're on your trip so though that's Mm. another reason why i don't personally like to um to use mosquito sure. repellent but so like i okay. would guess it has to do with the smell like something that they're smelling from or something the chemicals doing that's kind of just like jacking them up or just like confuses them. tells them yeah 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 confuses them okay so 
Now, let's say, again, like it says that typos that the premier type says type A is the second type. So okay. maybe I got type A, type B. I don't know. But if you're on DEET, let's say the mosquito's on DEET. If you're on DEET. <laughs> if he's drunk on DEET. Okay. Does he slow down the t- with type O? Does he slow down with type A? I don't I feel like some people just pack on the DEET and the mosquitoes are like, whatever. Right. It's so good. I don't care. And what's um, and and really what I want to know is what's the life expectancy of the DEET? I know that there's different types mm. of repellent that has like higher concentrations of DEET, but I feel like Good question. you put it on and you're like, mosquitoes have gone away for 10 minutes. That's true. Okay, here's a, here's a silly question because I don't really wear the DEET, so I don't really know this. Okay. Is DEET like waterproof? Does the sun break it down after a certain time? Is it, you know what I mean? Like, does it absorb by your, it's absorbed by your skin, obviously, but like. Does if you go jump in a lake, if I go jump in a lake, do I need to reapply? All right. So yeah. I think we're providing more questions than, than answers here, but I do know a couple of things. So first of all, people don't always know what to apply first, sunscreen or their mosquito repellent, and you're supposed to put on the sunscreen first. Otherwise I think they counteract each other mm. or something. I don't know, some weird chemical thing going on. And then yeah. not only should you reapply the DEET and likely your sunscreen after you go swimming, but also after heavy sweating. Ugh. So you gotta just bathe. You gotta bathe in it. Oh yeah. I well for sure if you are into that sort of thing. So they don't like me though. The mosquitoes don't really go after me. They 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 like they tease me. They tease me. <laughs> okay. Just a couple episodes ago, you talked about how the mosquitoes were you were inhaling them and how. Inge- okay, let me clarify. That's true. I did. Let me let me just clarify so I don't sound like a total moron. <laughs> Normally, in a normal, I'm walking on the trail. Blah 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 blah. Mosquitoes. I might get like a bite here, a bite there. I might get a few on the elbow. Right. Um, Gravel Pit Lake was a special place, special in the negative sense of like it was a pit. And they were just, it was like, they were the air. Right. Like there was that, there was <laughs> so many, you know, okay. like there's in my nostril ever. Right. So that was a weird ex- exception. But, um, and even with that situation, I only got bit a few times. So it's not like I got bit a lot. They just like were everywhere. Right. But I, I will, I did, I did read this that if you wear dark or, you know, black or red or blue clothing, it can kind of attract them more over to you. Okay. So, and then I was thinking to myself, how many years have we worn a blue shirt on the trip? Mm, frequently. You know. Every year. Yeah. Every year, actually. Let's exactly. be honest here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. I, was trying to, I was trying to figure out where the strange but true was going, but I think you got that with the colored clothing and with the, the blood type. So The blood type, the colored clothing. Yeah. Um, and how it works. And yeah, uh, one, more, one more thing. They can, they can kind of sense carbon dioxide from like over 150 feet away or something like that. So if, like people, people exhaling. Yeah, you're breathing. Saying? Now, I don't know about, right. I don't know about tooting. I don't know if they like methane, but they don't, they can smell the gas, the heat and sweat okay. attract them, all that stuff. Yeah. If you're pregnant, that is, they okay. like you. And Carl, this is a big <laughs> one for you. Cause I know you and me are huge beer drinkers. No, we're not. Uh, but if you, if you do drink beer for whatever reason out on the trail, they they're coming for you. They want you. So maybe are you saying beer specifically or just alcohol? I mean, it's the research I found said beer. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a thumbs up on this one. I think that there's some good stuff in there. There's some strange but true. I was unaware, details, especially for those of you that of some of yeah them. that have kids that 
are freaked out by bugs and or if you're freaked out by bugs and you just want to have the repellent, mm. which is not strange. It makes, you know, and I think it makes sense though because you so. talk more than anybody on the trip expelling a lot of gas and maybe that's why you get bit more than I do. <laughs> maybe you need to listen more. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> do I? <laughs> I probably do. Do I talk more do than anybody on the trip? I don't I know if that's true. Maybe we should, here's, here's a challenge. What if we had a bug bite challenge like who gets bit the least on a trip can we can we add that up after the trip that'd be hard to do a bug bite challenge yeah i like that next next trip done next trip bug bite challenge there we go we have i've got my <laughs> running list on this google doc of the various challenges that we have <laughs> i can see you now yeah. wearing scarves yeah. and gloves so I can already see. <laughs> well i have okay i have from previous podcast episodes that we're gonna do a grip strength challenge and we're gonna see if we can break a footprint that's from previous episodes so <laughs> what? Wait, least amount of to, bug bites break a footprint <laughs> what was the break a footprint yeah what? we had this, we had a long argument about that i don't remember this one. Oh, this is okay. the uh, bigfoot deal no no okay, no we'll, I'm, we'll, I'm we'll, i don't want to rehash it too much we'll talk about it later okay we'll <laughs> okay. come to that later um okay so so, so <laughs> we spent a lot of time on the mosquitoes uh, here's, big here's my first one I, w- I would like to share first of all that i did some thorough research in the way of like actually trying to contact people because the questions that I always have are not, I don't think always normal questions that people think about or care about, or they do think about it maybe, but maybe not to the extent that I do. So one question I have is like mm-hmm. the most common maps people are using are these National Geographic Trails Illustrated maps, right? Right. And and some of them have the mileage markers between like junctions or just kind of these red points on the map. And some don't. How come? Mm. Um, you know, that's a one of those little things I don't really pay attention to. Is it is it like a national park? Is it international? Like national parks versus like national forests? Is, forest, it, is, what you're saying? is it the like maybe the brand has something to do with it? I don't know. I'm, like I'm others, telling you, it's the same brand, same brand. Same maps, brand. Some have okay, some then don't. maybe is it the type of park? Maybe it's the type of park. Okay, that's a fair. That's my guess. I mean, I don't guess, know. Yeah. I mean, that's a weird. I never really thought about that. That's a good question. Really yeah, well, things. you don't think about it, but when you're planning the trip and you're like, okay, we're going to go from here to here, how far is that? And then you're trying mm. to measure with the scale, but the trail goes all over the place. Like right. there's switchbacks. You just you just don't know, right? So you, you try to reconcile that with websites and sometimes you can find it, but not always. Well, let me ask you, let me ask you a question though. Like what if you, when you're, when you're planning the trip and there are the mile markers on the trail, on the map, are mm. you like, in your experience of doing so many trips, do you find that like, it's pretty accurate or do you feel like it's not that accurate? no no i mean it's like it's close enough it's close enough to plan right yeah but if you want to find something that's not accurate old trail signs that are like it's 2.5 to such and such lake that could be like a half mile off which doesn't sound like a lot but when you're tired it's a lot so yeah those are those are pretty far off the the mileage ones are pretty close and and so they have these map updates every once in a while and sometimes you'll get an update and they, it's just simply they've reprinted the map with like a new copyright date. They actually haven't done anything to the map. They haven't gone out and measured or anything. And so I asked them, I emailed them, I said, like, what's going on with this? And they said it in a much nicer way than this, but essentially it was lazy cartographers. Really? Yeah, huh. like they just didn't get to it or they didn't have like access to that information. So they're just so not really like scouting the trails that much. Like those guesstimating. Areas. So they're kind of guesstimating the... No, they're not guessing. They don't even have them. They they have no data there. That's sick. That's sick. And I feel like you could even use those those trail signs just to plug in the data, right? Because they're on trail signs. Yeah, but they that's didn't even true. Do that. So yeah, that's true. Lazy cartographers. 
Did you ever think about being a cartographer? I mean, you like the outdoors. What a great... I do, but that is, what a great idea. That. That's like attention to detail, and that is not my strength. Mm. Yeah, but you might get to go You might get to go all over the world. I got to go cartographer right. New Zealand, blah, 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 blah. Right. But, but here's, a, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing is like there's so many you know apps and GPS things now. It's like it should be easy to get that information. And as more people are doing these trails, you should be able to find them on, online. But I'm going to say within the next five or so years, you're going to see most maps are going to have them. And so, which is kind of annoying if you've already bought a lot of these maps and you want to re, you'd have to rebuy them to get the mileage markers on there. But there you go. Strange but true. Strange but true. All right, what's your next one? My next one is my next one is about wag bags. I don't know if you remember a previous episode. We were talking about wag bags. Yeah, uh, we challenged each other. Yeah, I asked if you'd carry my wag bag out. I would carry your wag bag. Wag bag, if you were not listening to that episode, was where you put your poop in a bag and all your toiletry paper. Not your poop, your, right. toilet, your toilet paper. You could put your poop in there. No, it is for your poop, dude. Poop and toilet paper with poop. So, right. all of the above. Um, so they might and be, be thoughts. Here's an interesting thing, though. Here's a strange but true fact that they might be making their way into more national parks. Rocky mm. Mountain passes the Rocky Mountains pass them out as optional items to bring, but you may soon be requiring those things. How do you feel about that? Mm, that's right. That's right. Because I was just there, and they had this like bin of wag bags, Ugh. not used ones, not used Ugh. ones. Can you imagine? Ugh. I don't know. Okay. I got to share with you because they require them in Canyonlands and we're going to head back there next year, but they charge you for them in Canyonlands. So I was tempted to grab just like a huge stash of them Mm. because it costs a couple bucks each. And I was like, I'll just grab some for everybody. And then that way I don't have to pay for them. I didn't do that. I was, I was tempted though. Wow. I don't know. How would you feel about having to carry your stuff around with you the whole trip? Hmm. That's gonna be, that would pet be owners, pet owners are used to that kind of thing, right? <laughs> but I think the thing that would be the hardest is not the carrying on the backpack. Like, I mean, it would be gross to have that on my backpack. Whatever. Right. I think that the mo- the more annoying part would be I got to constantly open and reopen this thing, or do I just have a bunch? No, of No, no, it's it's a one sing- single use, okay, my friend. Because I'm like, yeah. if you're gonna be throwing a Target plastic bag on your back of your backpack, yeah, and throwing on you know what, right? I'm not hiking behind you. Yeah, what you're saying is they're going to be making their way more commonly in national parks because more people are using the backcountry and it's getting kind of yucky with yeah. various things out there. And so that, and so I know some, you know, like obviously in places that have pit toilets and such, they're not going to have that. But right. personally, not a fan. Like, who is no. a fan? Like, who's like excited about that, right? No. I don't know. Don't, don't you think people are going to violate that? Isn't that going to be something people are like, yeah, whatever? For sure they're going to violate it. For sure. For sure they're going to I think a lot of people will do the poop in... I think they're going to do it wherever right. they want to do it, and then they'll carry like toilet paper and put yeah. it in the bag or something. Not surprised that one of yours that. was the wag bag stuff. So, it's a relevant topic, Carl. Did right. you? Let me ask you a question. Did you see this coming uh, down the road? Because you know more people are going outdoors. Maybe more people are backpacking. There's a lot of people. Is it like? Well, eventually this stuff will happen. Well, we got to like. If you're asking for predictions, I have some pretty aggressive predictions with that. That was not one of them, but this is really? like kind of down a rabbit hole. Is I have this thought that hmm. eventually it's going to be very rare to be to be able to have like a backcountry campfire in the West because campfires are oh, getting fires. so out of hand and people yeah. are not very responsible putting them out, including yeah. ourselves <laughs> a bit times, that they're just going to start banning them everywhere. They've already started banning them in certain areas in Colorado where they're like seasonal. Mm-hmm. Now they're just like year round banned. So that's, that's one of my thoughts but um 
It's so nice to have a fire too. Yeah. Before we go, before we go further though, you're supposed to pose as a question, my friend, and that you just were just telling me facts. You got you got to challenge me with your with your wag bag knowledge or whatever your third one is. So, how do you be ready for well, that? Because I'm going to ask you my here's my second one. It's a question. It's okay. a question. Here we go. Did you? I figured you're just an expert in wag bags. You figure what? Do you think that? Well, I thought you were an expert in wag bags. So I mean, what question <laughs> do I really have for you? Sounds like I'm more of an expert than you are because I've had a caribou before. But all right. sure you are true. <laughs> okay, so here's my next one. So, can you get mold inside your sleeping pad if you inflate it consistently with your mouth? Ooh. Hmm. Because there's moisture in your breath. Right. That's a great question. And then you don't really let it dry out. Right? Yeah, you can't like let the inside dry. I mean, you can you can like air you can send the air out, but it doesn't dry it out. I I want to say it's possible to get small traces of it. That's what I want to say. I guess okay. I'm I'm optimistic in thinking like when you deflate it, does a lot of it expel out of there? But some of it's got to stay. Like some of right. it, not all of it's getting out. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't be surprised right. if there was a little in there. Yeah, interesting. Okay. So the answer is yes, but it really depends upon what brand you're using and kind of how that goes in there. So yeah. I thought this was pretty common with the uh, one that I'm using, that like really crinkly Neo Air one from Thermarest. Mm. And so I was doing my research and I came across uh, YouTuber Backcountry Exposure. Huh. This is Devin. I think I think he's a listener to our podcast too, which is pretty cool. And he... So if you just type in like mold and sleeping bags like and sleeping pads, like his video will likely be the first one that pops up if you guys are okay. interested in checking this out. But he takes the same exact pad that I have and takes scissors to it and cuts into it to see if there's mold in there. And he shocked your world. You well, know, just the, like imagine like these are expensive pads. <laughs> yeah. I mean these pads are like 150 bucks, man. And so when I saw him take scissors to it, I was like like, dude, that's so crazy. Like, you must be rich. <laughs> <laughs> what a rebel. Big D. Nice. Like, it kind of it kind of was a punch to the gut. I was like, dude, I can't even imagine where I'm like, yeah, I just, like, have so much backpacking gear. I'm just cut it, cut this open and check this out. But something, but, had, to make, something had to make him want to do that, though. I mean, yeah, dude. he might have, who knows what kind of sponsorships he has. I don't know. Like, he's he yeah. seems like he's got, I don't know. He was really evaluating this thing. Like, he looked at every layer of it, and there was not any mold in there. But huh. if you do, if you kind of search up the internet, you're going to find people that have struggled with this, not only just having like a little bit of mold, but having it where it's like, it is ruined because of the mold. And oh. so like, you got to toss it out. I'm like, I, so, I imagine you could smell it at a certain point, right? As yeah. And you, then if you're breathing in, I'm sure like there's a chance you might inhale some of that mold in your lungs. And that's, that's a no, no, obviously. Well, now I don't want to get an air mattress, Carl. Now you're freaking me out. Just yeah. get the one. No, get the one that Devin and I have, or Devin used to have. Hmm. Like, that's the one, man. You just bought one. Yours is new. It doesn't have any mold in it. I, well, I, no, no, no. No, it, or is it new? Is that oh, why you're boy, nervous? Because look, look at you trying to backtrack. Look at you trying to backtrack. Yeah. I yes. kind of was. <laughs> okay. So that's my second one. Okay, what's your third one? Question. Give me a question. Okay, so my third one uh, has to do with walking along the trail. And mm. um, when you see other people walking on the trail towards you, what's an yep. appropriate chit-chat topic when you pass by, is it okay to talk about toilets and poop or, you know, like what, what's an appropriate <laughs> what? thing to talk about? 
<laughs> Why would that be? Like, hey, is there a toilet up there? <laughs> where's the nearest toilet? Not like, where's the junction? Oh Am gosh. I to the top? Like, where? <laughs> like, what's what's inappropriate and what's appropriate? Okay, well, the cliche conversation topic is obviously where you headed or how many miles have you done today or how far is it to such and such place, right? Yeah. You're trying to get trail intel or you're showing interest in their trip. That's That's the cliche one. And so... If you go backpacking enough, like, you know, you want to you dive a little deeper, right? So do. I don't know what you're looking for in an answer here, but for me, I will say more like something. Do you listen to the Backpacking Blisters podcast? <laughs> <laughs> now you have something to throw in. I love it. Actually, I would not do that. That's something that I'd feel weird doing. Okay, I will share that I, get, I was challenged this past summer to, to dive a little deeper. With our conversation, you gave me a Sasquatch shirt that was like, what is it, like winner, all-time great winner of like best hide-and-seek guy. Hide-and-seek champion. Of, whatever. And so, Which he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I just simply asked everybody that had passed mm. that day, I pointed to my shirt, hey, have you seen this guy? That was a lot of fun. That was funny, though. That was funny. <laughs> I don't know if it's a strange but true. So what's what's your strange but true conversation topic that you think gets past the cliches? Um, a strange topic, but true topic. I think you're the you're the expert. This is yours. This, <laughs> this, but you're the, supposed to have an answer for this. There is no one answer. It's open ended. There's so many inappropriate things that people could say. Like the stuff I just said. I'm sure people. I'm not that. saying inappropriate. It could be appropriate. It could just be better. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, what if I came up to you? I didn't know you, and I was like, "Hey, do you have any toilet paper I can have?" <laughs> or hey, you know what? Do you? I mean, my spoon's a little dirty. Do you have any extra spoons I could just have? <laughs> just like spoons? ask them for like random items of gear <laughs> in the middle of the trail that they probably want to use themselves, you know? I listened to a backpacking podcast once and they said that backpackers are so friendly. Like they'll share whatever, except they like toilet paper is like one of those things that was sacred. Do you, do you think that's true? No, no. I, mean, I think they're nice. Yeah, but I'd be like, take my toilet paper. I don't want it. But if okay. I'm a toilet paper person, then... Then yeah, I don't know. But I think toilet paper depends how much you bring. If you bring the little travel thing, yeah, I think if you're talking to a newbie, they have probably the full roll anyway. So I'd be like, take as much as you want. I think yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that people come up with all kinds of weird things to say on the trail. Like, what if you're on the trail and somebody comes up to you and you're like, hey, you mind if I like? Uh, I just had a big hole in my sleeping mat. Do you do you have a do you have an extra sleeping mat? Like, I have a really bad back. Like, what do you think? You think you could lend me a sleeping mat? Do you have anything extra I can borrow? You know, I still have like ten more miles. Like, what do you, what do you do there? What do you do? So you're, because your next no, no, level like, of conversation is because, give me some of your stuff. Because think crap. about it, there are personalities. We've all met people with funky personalities. This is what makes life so colorful. Yeah, and they will say stuff like this, like, "Hey, you know, like, um, I, I need water. Do you, I don't have a bladder or like a like a sport bottle. Like, could I have one of yours? You know, like they'll just do that." I mean, so I don't know, like, how you feel giving up, like, a big piece of okay. equipment like that. Like, I know if it was a water right. filter. Well, let me, okay, since since this is yours, since this is yours, I got a challenge okay. in this one then, okay? So, since on our next trip, I want you to ask somebody for some of their toilet this. paper. Yeah. And here, here's here's the challenge. It's because, like, when you borrow toilet paper, you're not like, hey, can I have your roll? I'll be right back. That's kind of weird, right? So, you're going to have to, like, take some off the roll. 
And so that can, like, how do you do that? You could like kind of wad it up in your hand. <laughs> but if you, if you really want to leave an impression, I think you gotta, if you could at least wrap your upper body like mummy mm. style and then be like, thank you. And then just keep on hiking. Like wrap it around my neck and then be like, yeah, like, like your head, your neck, like you gotta leave an eye kind of, I like a visor okay. area. And then, and then just kind of, at least your upper body and be like, I think this is enough. And then just keep, keep on hiking. And then should I like, like dry my armpits and then hand it back to him? What do you want me to do? Well, no, you, you no, you've wrapped yourself and you like tear off and give him the I'm rest kidding. of the roll. Yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll it. Yeah, so you're I like a that. half mummy. If I do that, I want to see, and I'll just say, hey, do you have any extra toilet paper you guys could spare? Uh, then I want you to pull out the Seinfeld line. I don't know if you guys ever watched Seinfeld. You just go up to somebody oh, yeah. like, hey, can you guys spare a square? Can you guys just spare one or two squares? You are need more than a few squares to wrap yourself like a mummy. I, I don't. I'm a very petite okay. keister, but. Some of us don't, and so maybe yeah. you need a few more squares. I don't know. Okay, that might be a challenge for you, though. So we'll talk about. I'd that. like to point out. I'd like to point out that two of your three strange but true had to do with toilet paper and wag bags. No, so no, no, no. The, thank t- you. For the that. other one did not have to do with that. You you brought up the toilet <laughs> paper. Okay, you wanted me to go do that. You push that over the edge and then blame me. Uh, this that, is what Carl does. That's guys. probably true. He manipulates and blames. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, here's my last. What's one. your third one? All right. So this last, the last question I asked about maps, like that one, I think other people might have been curious about, not to the point where they like would email National Geographic, like I did. But um, this next question, like I'm gonna take full responsibility for. Like I just thought of this on my own. And (laughs) what page is it on? What Google page? No, no, I thought it was on. No, I could. No, you can't Google this. This is not something that is Googleable. So I actually had to contact a um, zoologist to find the answer. Really? Yeah. Okay. So here's. Because like I'm, I don't know. I got kind of last last season. I got kind of obsessed with the, obsessed with the whole smell thing. Like you know, where like the the critters and the bears get in your food because stuff smells and right. like. But it's not just the food that smells, right? It's like your toothpaste and your toothbrush smells. And like now you, we talked about bringing hand sanitizer and some of that scented and that smells, right? Right. But it's not just the bears that get into that stuff. It's the critters do. Critters. But hand sanitizer is primarily alcohol. So mm. if you had like a critter, like let's say a raccoon, get into the hand sanitizer and you start eating it. Would it make them drunk? <laughs> this is what you think about? <laughs> this is what you think about. Dude, I, I'm... Can a raccoon yeah, get yes. drunk on your hand sanitizer? First of all, I'm, I'm going to say right. I'm gonna say no, only because you're probably bringing a travel size. Now, if you bring like if you bring the right. huge bottle, that might be a different story. I don't know. No, no, no. The travel size is like as big as their, is, is like as big as their stomach, though. This is, that's their stomach size, that little thing? A little travel size? Yeah. I have, well, if that's yeah. true, then uh, may, I don't know. Maybe I mean I've never okay. seen a drunk raccoon before, but uh, I would imagine they get a little feisty. Maybe there's like some that get tired, some that get belligerent, some that get you know like people. So would it like rip up your would it like <laughs> like now you're going to like what is a drunk look, raccoon? Look, all like? I know <laughs> is this: I've had three raccoons in my house at one time, and they were sober, of what I know, and they were feist. They were right. feisty little boogers. So. Uh, right. I don't know what they'd be like with some alcohol in them. You know, maybe they'd fall asleep. Maybe okay. it's like you know, it's yeah. like maybe when you like when you smoke bees, they get really mellow. Maybe alcohol makes a raccoon mellow. No, I think it's a good prediction. I actually, so I think I contacted like four zoologists and I only got one response. Strangely enough, and <laughs> Did, how did you just Google some zoologists and call them up and, be like, and you ask them this question? 
No, I emailed them because I wanted. Because I'm like, I, I wasn't gonna remember their answer. So <laughs> I got <laughs> Ashley Ann Colwick from Michigan State University is the oh, really? zoologist that I got. Yeah. Okay. So she says, as far as I understand, most of the alcohol and hand sanitizer is isopropanol. So it is more likely to get you sick than drunk. She says you, but I think she's referring to the animals. And then she says, my thoughts are that an animal is more likely to stop because it will begin feeling ill rather than drunk. Mm. However, I think the ingredients vary from brand to brand. So it kind of depends, but she's she's thinking more like leaning towards mm. sick. So there you go. Interesting. But then she goes on to say, she gives kind of a personal story. She says, I do, however, have some personal experience with fermented fruit and drunken animals. She studies butterflies, really? and while in Peru a few years ago, she had she'd made a live trap for um and for these owl butterflies. I think they're called like caligo or anyway yeah. caligo, and she made yep. them out of rum, rum and bananas. Really, and uh, she later stopped doing that after realizing that um, a tartaria, which is like a kind of rodent, had been yeah. licking the plate clean after I found it stumbling around my research site. Is the quote she had. <laughs> stumbling around i love it so she has made like a kind of rodent sized animal drunk but we will not apparently can mosquitoes get drunk if you drink beer Mm, because are they just sucking your blood i mean there's alcohol in the blood you know i can do a follow-up with with her on that one i actually emailed her this is kind of crazy because this episode we were intending for the for the trail last summer and so i oh when was this email this is back in mid-july so right so yeah, I'd have to follow up and she'd be like, remember I was the guy asking that weird question? So I could I could do that if you want. Wouldn't be the first time. Mm, probably not, probably not. So True. anyway, um, so that's my third one. Strange but true is that uh, that is, you can't that actually intoxicate rodents with your hand sanitizer. That was uh, quite strange and quite fun. Um, it's time for trivia, dude. I think it's your trivia today, right? Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. 
They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Uh, this is kind of strange but true about like gear brand names. Okay. Okay. Gear brand names. So I'm gonna t- I'm just gonna name a gear brand, and I want you to tell me like, you know, like what it is, like what's it named after? What's it named after? Yeah. Like where did, uh, what like Camelback come from? I, that's not one the of them, but camel? but just like the idea behind Camelback is that obviously okay. you have extra yeah. water, right? It's kind of a weird way to put it, but I think I know what you're saying. Okay, so that's what I mean. Like you're saying. You're saying Camelback's mostly like water and bladders and blah, 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 blah. And so I'm thinking Ospreys, like backpacks and bladders and things like that. But are you saying, no, what is an Osprey? Right, that's what I'm saying. That's Is that one of your questions? Yeah, Osprey's one of them. So what's an Osprey? Uh, it's a bird. It's a bird. Yeah, there you go. Bird, outdoors, cool name. They make backpacks. Okay, so there's one. <laughs> um... I'm gonna start. E- I'm starting easy, but I'm gonna get hard. There's a couple of hard ones on here. Okay, marmot. Marmot's a little animal that we saw up in uh, was it Aspen, like a little rodenty type uh, creature, yeah. and uh, they, they yep. make amazing sleeping bags for sure. And I think they make the the rodency or the brand. The brand. Stop. Okay. And they also make some good. Uh, they make some clothes as well, like jackets and things like that. They do. Probably some other things. Fun. I got another strange but true about marmots, by the way, is that um, one of the spots I'm considering going for this next summer is a place called Mineral King, which is part of, mm. like, it's a remote part of Sequoia National Park. And you have to put chicken wire around your vehicle because marmots will go and chew, like, chew under your vehicle looking for some salty stuff. What? Yeah. Wow. It's the only place I know of where you've got to do that chicken in any wire. national park. What a... Yeah, or they or tarps or something or like people people put like wooden boards around their vehicles so they can't get oh, there. What a letdown! And you've got to leave the hood of your vehicle open. So in the parking lot of this trailhead, there's like all these hoods that are just open because in case marmots get trapped inside, they're gonna try to eat their way out and wreck your engine. Oh my goodness! Wow. Strange, but true. Talk okay, about anyway, your trip. Third one, Patagonia. Patagonia are the. I was next to them in Ushuaia, Argentina, when I went to Antarctica. It's like the you know mountain range area, Patagonia. They also yeah, it's kind of a region, region more, more regional. Okay, whatever outdoor region that yeah. people flock to. It's a very well, there's like a lot of flatlands there too. Very popular, so, yeah. outdoorsy place for people. Um, but yep. they also make they have a store. They make all kinds of clothes and gear and. You're, that's bonus stuff. I just want to know what, what, it, what it actually oh. like. I think most people would recognize that brand. I it's just, considered one of the what upper echelon brands of outdoor clothing. I'd say. Yeah, they do like a lot of give, giving back to the environment stuff. Yeah, like, but um, you got it. You got it. So moving on to uh, what does REI stand for? Uh, I think we already talked about this, Carl. Do you remember? Did we? You are this is no. So this is what I this is what I was talking about. I was like, you are regurgitating stuff when you like to cheat or tease me. Um, mm, you know what I mean? I think we're both okay. So <laughs> we're, we're probably both going down this road now. We're on episode what is this, eighty. So I think it's I think it's fine. But the whole like l- like crouching in the lightning thing. I thought we like that was the third time we hit that one. So the, cr- the I think what? third time is is that make funnable? This one right here, or is the it, recreational equipment? No, like yeah, I don't. I think REI. This might if we've done this before. This is only the second. Time. Okay, I'll let it slide. It's recreational okay. equipment, uh, incorp incorporation or 
Incorporate. Yeah, close Whatever. enough. Incorporated, yeah. All right. And they sell. Okay. I don't, we don't care. You keep on wanting to talk about their, their <laughs> I just want to know if you know. Look, I'll tell you what they sell. I have don't. you ever been in there? It's a really cool store. <laughs> um, can I, I've got to change my truth about that. Is there an REI in, in Alaska? That's what I want. Uh, probably not. But hey, real quick, I went to REI this past week yeah. to return my, my Sawyer Micro, the one that, that I like made fun of in that last video. Oh, right. And... Yeah. And I actually hit the voice recorder or the voice memo recorder thing on my phone because I'm like, they are going to hassle me about this to no end. And so I thought it'd yeah. be funny to put on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And they were like the nicest about it ever. <laughs> oh, what a letdown for you. I know. I was like, I was like ready to, to like argue. And anyway, um, disappointment. Last one. Last one. This one, I'll be shocked if you know what this is. All right. I think this is the worst brand name. I, I love their stuff, but I hate their name. Big Agnes. <laughs> uh, Nate and I bought a tent. Uh, yep. From Big Agnes. Right. Um, so did I. You want to know the background of ba- Big like, Agnes? Like, what is Big Agnes? Uh, I want to... S- is it like an old grandma who, like, owns the company? Or <laughs> It was a night just like tonight. <laughs> um, I think it was... Uh, I believe... I don't know if this is true or not. I believe it was... Like back in the early, early, not not that long ago, it was like, like <laughs> it's a super simple answer. So I have a feeling you're not going something down the right with road. like no, no. I think it was something with like uh, like money or or gambling or or something like that. Mm. Where like the sting, some some gambler guy had some experience in the in the back country. Or I don't know, something like that. Is that is that awkward? Okay. Is that weird? No. Yeah, is it something with, something to do with that? Uh, no, Not at all? no, 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 no. This is a hard one. Like you'd have you'd have to know this. This is a tough one. So Big Agnes is based out of Steamboat Springs here in Colorado, and it's kind of okay. way up in the mountains. And there's a mountain near Steamboat Springs that is simply named Big what Agnes. What a waste. Yeah, and I don't, and I couldn't find. Not that I looked very hard. Why where that name came from for the mountain, but. That satisfied me, well, my friend. I'm glad that you uh, feel comfortable with what you just said. And uh, you, you got four to five, so I'm gonna give it to you. And you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. I'm, yeah, I'll take four to five. Well done. That's well 80%. done. And you gave yeah. bonus information about what each company sells, even though I did not ask for that at all. You kept you kept on sharing extra credit, that regardless. So let's make it four point five out of five. That's good. All right, time for tidbits, my friend. Tidbits. We got a few. Do it. Okay. So a couple episodes ago, you, I don't know what you were doing, but you were eating in the middle of the episode. I don't know why you thought that was a good idea, but you were. Yeah. And we were joking about how you were eating crickets. So like, what's going on with that? Crickets. Um, We are partnering uh, with a brand called Exo, Exo Crickets. And uh, Exo Protein, yeah. Exo Protein, which uh, includes like they have a couple of different products. They have one product that's like a energy bar, and inside the energy bar is like ground up cricket protein. Uh, I've tried many of the bars, good, tasty. Uh, I've also tried. They have bags of f- different flavored, like barbecue, salt and vinegar, sriracha, whatever, of whole crickets that are flavored. And I like those a lot as well. And so you were eating them on the podcast, like by choice, not as like a promo thing, right? Guys, if you're hardcore, 
you're going to eat what's in nature. And <laughs> this is what I'm doing. I'm trying to become a woman. It actually is really healthy for you. We can go over more of the details later, but yeah, no, no, it's, it's their high stuff. protein, high vitamin yeah. B12 and they're healthy for the trail and they're, they're hardy. So they actually will like, they're substantial. So they'll fill you up. Yeah. 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 But, uh, I like, yeah, I like snacking on it. It's good. As you know, okay. I'm doing it during the episode. Yeah, so we're going to partner with them. Just, they, they, they sent us some of their stuff, and, and we just so you know, we've turned down some other companies that we just didn't like what they were offering, but um, we're in on this one. So yeah. this is different. This is not like, you know, like you're not seeing these at the grocery store. Exoprotein.com. Check it. Check it out. And I think I think we got to throw a few out there to, to some listeners to see if, um, yeah, to get, get some of their feedback. But you, you, you're actually gonna you're gonna bring some on the next trip, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like by choice, not like like ah, oh, we got to do this because we're partnering. I'm gonna bring some whole crickets barbecue, Texas barbecue okay. flavored. Let's back up and, to what uh, I was talking about earlier. Like like they want to promote. I think the bar. And right. That's something I'm gonna, gonna do that right now. <laughs> no, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do that right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm going to bring those and then I'm also going to bring some of the bars. They have like blueberry, chocolate, peanut butter was really yeah. good. Peanut butter is probably my okay. favorite. Um, uh, but, but I got a ton of flavors. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring some as well, share them around. Okay. But like if you are interested in possibly getting one or two of these, I'll say one of these, we'll see how this goes. I threw out that we, um, released our fastest no time, like the death hike video this past week. And so if you wouldn't mind leaving a comment on there, then you've entered yourself into possibly getting me to send you one of these XO protein bars. So if you've already done that, awesome. Like you're already entered. You don't even have to watch the video. If you can just like click on it and then just leave a comment, like, you know, like <laughs> just leave Derek, a comment more guys. or something. You like, don't even have to relate to the video. <laughs> just leave a comment. You did. <laughs> You did. I mean, that that was not very motivating for them, though. It's like you can maybe possibly get a cricket bar. Well, I can't get. I don't know how many people are going to click on this, so so I don't. I don't know if we have enough to go around. The B and B, I think they need to blow you away. Just smash the like button, leave a comment, and uh, make Carl pay you yeah. with some cricket yeah, we'll, bars. We'll, I mean, that's we'll, what I would say. We'll reach out and try to get. Yeah, try to get some of those out there and see what you guys think. So, yeah, and yeah. and if you have some time and. Want to check out that video? I think you're gonna like it. So, fast enough time. The death hike. It's it's linked yeah, to this the podcast description as well. Possibly some good stocking stuffers, by the way, too. Just kind of side note on that. But um, I had one other tidbit, Derek, which I'm was uh, we got yeah. we didn't get much feedback on like the best and worst trails of all time. I thought we'd get people that are saying like I can't believe mm. you guys didn't say this one or I can't believe this one didn't come out. Like we got we only got one the comment that I'm aware of, and that's from Greg who commented even before he listened to the episode and he had some trail in Nevada that he didn't like very much. He thought it'd be like one of the worst trails, but I thought what was interesting was his criteria was like basically overgrown trail that was like tearing him up or tearing his pants up or something. Ooh. So wow. I thought that was fair criteria actually. Yeah. Super shrubbery is, is no joke. Yeah. You know? I feel like we come across those trails relatively frequently and that's just kind of part of the deal. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I'll have to, Anyway, so thanks for the feedback, Greg. And if anybody else has any thoughts about best and worst trails of all time, please please comment, and we will include that in the episode. That yeah. sounds good, my man. Uh, anything else, or are you good to go? That's all I got. All right. We're done. We're out. We'll see you guys next time. Remember, guys, uh, if Carl starts filtering his vomit to return to it, you might want to take a different trail, buddy, next time. See ya. I want to-
so yeah there is another strange but true fact um yet again you know these are the secrets of carl that i i feel compelled to share with all you guys um that I suffer with, you know, and, and sometimes we're talking about things that people say on the trail that are, are, are awkward to strangers. And sometimes Carl just will see a tra- stranger on the trail and I'll go up to a guy. It's usually a guy who's alone and he'll be like, hey, do you mind if I put sunscreen on you? I don't want you to get burned. And then it's just so awkward. Like, what do I do? I just keep walking. I'm out. I just run, <laughs> literally run. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life.